It is the glory of God to conceal a matter. To search it out is the glory of kings. This is the Message to Kings podcast. Episode 258, Herod the Madman. While Augustus is very slowly dismembering the representative parts of the government of Rome and consolidating them under his authority, Herod in Jerusalem is aging and grows concerned of his power base. And frankly, looking back, his mental facilities are leaving him. And the intrigues within Jerusalem are devastating to his own family. Herod fell for the old Solomon sin, lust and multiple marriages. He had ten wives and children with eight of them. Herod's favorite wife was the one from the line of the Maccabeans. Um, her name was Marami. Her sons were Alexander and Aristobulus. And in addition, his firstborn from another marriage, not of Jewish blood, was Herod Antipater, not to be confused with his own father. Um, he had too, too many sons via different wives. And there's many more sons, but I won't bore you with all their names. In 12 B.C., Herod Antipater, he goes to Rome to present gifts to Augustus. And Herod's accompanying letters show his, this son is favored over his other sons. Once Herod Antipater returns to Jerusalem, he stirs up his father against his other brothers, Alexander and Aristobulus. In Herod's next trip to Rome, he accused his sons of treason before Augustus. And that's the sons of Alexander and Aristobulus. But Augustus didn't find any fault in them, and they were reconciled to their father. Antipater was there, and he pretended he was happy with the outcome. So you see this intrigue already going on, you know, sons of different marriages, because they want, you know, they want the inheritance. They want his father's kingdom. It's on this trip where Herod gives over 300 talents to Caesar, and in return, Caesar gives over half of the copper mine incomes of Cyprus to Herod's oversight. Upon his return, an overjoyed Herod tells the people, these three sons will divide his kingdom upon his death. So all seems pretty good at this point, right? Well, the poison of intrigue will continue. Now we're going to push ahead of our timeline to touch on Herod's madness. A few other notable things will happen around this time. Herod depleted his wealth and needed money. He followed the example of John Hyrcanus and went by night without the knowledge of the people and opened David's sepulcher. He found large amounts of costly attire and ornaments of gold which he removed. Now we watch, and from this point on we've got to watch how things start to go downhill um, as he goes so dark as to loot the tomb of a man of God. Antipater continued to implicate his brothers in intrigues by false accusations. He always went to his father to be the good guy to try to defend his honor and speak against his brother's actions. Herod's suspicions of these other two sons would only continue. Around this time, the man who was diseased started to lie by the pool of Bethsaida, he would be healed 38 years later. 
In the year 8 BC, a Roman census counted 4.8 million Roman citizens. Yet in Jerusalem all the while, Arab thieves and raiders actually came in um, and raided a lot of Judean towns. This occurred multiple times, causing Herod to march an army into Arabia to capture them. The embarrassment of this, though, made it all the way to Rome, and it was a real embarrassment to Herod. Meanwhile, Antipater continues to poison his brothers to his father. In a moment of rage, Herod suspects his, the two sons of Merami are plotting evil against him. And this is where it really starts to go downhill. Per Josephus, Herod takes his two sons and imprisons them. Then he made inquiries about treason by his sons. He put to death some of his own friends via extreme torture to obtain a confession. He even tortured his sons and didn't confirm any conspiracies except the one by Antipater against them. Then Herod sends letters to Augustus asking for permission to judge his own sons according to how he saw fit, and Augustus actually agrees. Herod was overjoyed, and he ordered a tribunal in Caesarea, and he brought his sons from prison. At Caesarea, King Herod flies into a rage when an old soldier named Tiro reprehended Herod for his wickedness planned against his sons, his own sons, and he said he would have, he had 300 officers that agreed with him. So, you know, this officer, Tiro, and 300 officers are actually confronting Herod about his, you know, um, his torturous behavior. And this is where another guy steps up. Typhro, the king's barber, who used the, he used this occasion to accuse Tiro, and he said he often solicited him to cut the king's throat with his razor when he was shaving him. And at once, both his barber Tiro, Tiro's son, I don't know where Tiro's son come into play, but Josephus brings it up, his son, they were both tortured, and his son you know, confessed that his, his father did this to save him from the torture. Then the king took Tiro, the barber, even the barber, and the 300 officers and the son of Tiro and accused them before the people and the people stoned them to death. You know, these type of accounts absolutely and totally confirm that this is the type of king that would do what he did at Bethlehem later. To conclude this episode, a message to kings, uh, we said something ages ago, literally, that nations are judged in time and people in eternity. But some people tend to receive their penalty in full even in this life. As for Herod, soon after this torturous episode um, and this, you know, this murder of these 300 people, something starts to deteriorate in his health. I, I find the descriptive elements of this disease Josephus writes about interesting how it mirrors his treatment of others and how he tortured others and how he's actually being tortured. Here is Josephus' description of a disease that starts to overtake King Herod, but not in its fullness because it just kind of starts now, uh, but it's not really until after the slaughter of the innocents in Bethlehem when it really ratchets up in his body. What goes around comes around. This is how Josephus describes his disease. Herod was inflamed with a slow fire which could not be felt, but it burned up his bowels. He also had a disease which was continual desire for food. To satisfy his taste, he ate, 
And he was also continually tortured with ulcers in the bowels and colic pains. His feet swelled with moist liquid while his thighs and his limbs rotted and were full of worms. He also had a horrid stench. In addition, he was troubled with convulsions and had difficulty breathing. And when you hear these stories of these wicked kings, um, we have to, you know, find a verse for it, right? Uh, Because we must even learn from the hard stories. Proverbs 10, 6 through 8. Blessing crowned the head of the righteous, but violence overwhelmed the mouth of the wicked. The memory of the righteous will be a blessing, but the name of the wicked will rot. Before we close this episode, I wanted to give everyone an update. Feel free to visit the website, messagetokings.com. We've been doing a lot of updates to the program as we get into the New Testament time period. Um, So check it out. Um, I think you can even leave comments. Um, We're trying to set up a a blog so you can actually get some more information and connect with us. Uh, But check out the latest episode there and make your comments and join the conversation. On the Message to Kings website, um, you can go to the support tab, um, support section, and scroll to the bottom. Um, During quarantine, we started a family business um, called Steadfast Gifts, and we sell um, all sorts of items from commemorative armor of God coins to Christian jewelry uh, to even a kind of a custom design prayer map that we created for the nations. Um, So there's a lot of things we're trying to add out there. Um, uh, it was something we did as a family during quarantine uh, this year. So it was really great. So any purchases you make off of that will help offset the program. Um, and also, so we'll, we'll actually set up a coupon out there. So 10% off, $20 of purchases. Um, so the coupon code will be MTK10. Um, also feel free, we are one or two episodes from starting uh, the New Testament Um, So if you've got any feedback or anything you want um, us to research or to make sure we cover, uh, please make sure to email us, or if you just want to chat, email us at messagetokings at gmail.com.